Whatever. Not above you, not below you. Right that part. Butchered that already. Thirty it's only seconds. Fucking seven episodes in, we still can't get this shit right. Yo, what up, man? Popscast episode seven. Yes, sir. Cream. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar, dollar bills, bills, y'all. Shout yeah. out to Wu Tang, man. Thirty-six chambers, man. I can't believe it took seven episodes. Fred's got the here. got the pin on, man. Yeah. Happy International Coffee Day, which was ye- what yesterday. Sunday. 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 Yeah. yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So the time you guys hear this, it'll have been the past Sunday, but you know how flagrant I am. Yo, I remembered International Coffee Day, but not I did not remember Sunday. my son's day or daughter's day. Like <laughs> neither one of those two resin. Like I completely missed both of them, but I sure as fuck didn't miss you Coffee still, Day. Yeah, you still posted though, because you're like, uh, coffee is why I keep you motherfuckers alive. It's a fact. If it weren't for that, I'd be like, no, we take a long drive down by the lake, and then it'd be nobody's day. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so happy International Coffee Day. Happy belated. International Daughters Day, or is it National Daughters Day? National Daughters Day, and I think National, National Daughters Sons Day. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm the worst fucking social media parent ever, but I fuck mean, it. Me and you both, man. I post like once every millennia. Nah, last week you've been heavy, man. I tried. You've been to going be heavy. Nah, you were going heavy. I was just like, oh <laughs> shit, Retro Goddess. Retro Goddess, I'm heavy out. Heavy is like one post every three days. I'm like, oh, I'm killing it right now. Or these Facts. other fucking flu- influencers are like. I got 13 posts in a day, 13,000 likes ah. a piece. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Shout out to That's your man, Skipsy Hustle. <laughs> 93 posts in a my day. My man. That's my man. And he be losing it on the gram. Yeah, he goes, he goes hard on Instagram. Nah, like, he oh. loses it. He loses this shit. I'm waiting for a fucking Kanye meltdown from Skipsy Hustle. I think man. it's close. No, he's tiptoeing around it. I can't wait. I know. You know what? His son, his son is actually the one that keeps him grounded, probably. My man, yeah, John from CL95. Yeah, you're my guy. I love you. But, uh, you know, you know how it goes with Instagram. You out here flooding these streets. Yo, he's wilding on he's that, pushing it like his, He's pushing his post like his blue magic. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Yo, anyway, um, special guest up in here tonight. Yo, I feel very underdressed. Yeah. I also feel very uh, unprivileged. Oh, let let me mean, just say that. It wasn't me this time. I'm just happy it wasn't fine. Thank all three you. of us are problematic. Yeah, all four you. of us. Let me let me correct myself. All four of us are problematic. Problematic. However, let I'll I'll hand an introduction. This guy, he's our first white. I'll, I'll say that. He's our first white. First and last. No. <laughs> Maybe after this, after the airing of this episode. Yo, how fucking crazy would it be if, if Brett would come on and be like, well, I'm with the coloreds. <laughs> I would, that would be even better. Oh, my God. Red States would fucking tune in. Buck wild, fam. But, yo, my boy Brett's in the house. Uh, Find him on my Instagram under Tom Fork. That's T-H-O-M-F-O-R-K-E. No doubt, man. For those that don't know, he's one of my oldest tenured friends, I would say. We met, what, back in 2001, 2002? 2002. He was, I also have the distinction of being, well, the first time I was ever a groomsman was in Brett's wedding. So oh, dope, man. That was big. In spite of all the shitting I do, uh, shitting on white people I do, he's still stuck asking, around. Yeah, he's still stuck around. Awesome, so. Man. I appreciate it. What's I up, Brent? It's earned. It's <laughs> well, see, we've no, earned. I appreciate that's, it. That's man. why we know. Dope, that's why we know you're the right one for the show, man. But welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for Thank taking the brunt of the last hundreds of years in our country. He's <laughs> 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 like, uh, I can't you. comment on that. I know he's like, I'm gonna end. We're gonna take a sip. Take a sip. Can I? Can I play the Jewish card here? No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Jews in the pyramids. That ring a bell? 
Yeah, you know, we're coming in hot again. I did not think we were going <laughs> to come me, in It's not me, man. Hot. And we've, we're fucking rocking with cider today. Some we apple. Are. Yo, listen, West Coast apples infused with a bit of ginger and lemongrass. How man, well, washed? Fucking I, I would like to clarify, I did not bring the cider. This is it's very not. white was sounding, but I this did is not. Bring. No, it's actually not, man. This is actually the millennial. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Fred's. That's the thing I like about millennials of color is they're getting more white in their taste, too. So I appreciate that because white <laughs> shit is not bad. White shit is good. Fred's <laughs> 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 <French> quitting now. <laughs> yo, we'll get into that in a, in, in a bit, too, though, man. Like white shit in general. We'll get it. But, yo, I used I to shit on people we're not drunk. who it's used to drink cider. But cider is good. And that's how I know, like, I'm getting aged. So, you know, Fred, you got it. You got it way ahead of time. Shout out to Fred for the it wash life, took, man. It only took me 38 fucking years to figure out that, hey, cider's not bad. That wash so, shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yo, so, up, man? I'm excited, man. I'm hype about Brett being here, man. I'm hype about somebody being in a suit, making our shit look a little bit more fucking grown. Official, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. somebody. He's going to be the new Dr. Phil. And we're, the, we're going to be the problematic kids on the show. <laughs> Cash me outside, how about that? I know, right? I never knew my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring him out. <laughs> Oh, like, here shit. we are. Yeah, and here we All are. All right, well, fuck it, man. I can't wait to get to the convo, man. But first, we gotta, we gotta get through the regular shit, right? So, yeah, you yeah, check yeah, on, yeah. man. What you got on today, man? Oh man, I got the Air Jordan Seven Raptors on. I just checked the date, man. I've been rocking with them for seven years. They don't look that bad for Is seven it? years old. Not bad at all. Yeah, Yo, some creasing. Fresh, yeah, some creasing. Yo, like, I'm nah, not losing a lot of leather or anything like right, that. Nah, but you, sh- you should. This way should be going away, man. But it's yeah, not. and the and the glue is still holding tight, holding tight. So I'm pretty happy about that, man. That's but what's up, man. watch, I just jinxed it. The shit's gonna turn to dust as soon as we right? finish filming this shit. No doubt, man. What about you, B? Oh, man, Air Max ones again, man. I told you, season one, Air Max ones, man. We're gonna start it off from the beginning. Um, the Rush Pinks, man. The general release, nothing crazy, man. Something light today. That's always crazy. When they're brand fucking new and the white's, the bottom's still white, you're like, okay. No, right? No, nah, but it's general release, though. I mean, it's not like... All Air Max ones have a, like, have a time and a place, though. I feel like there's special. no... With very few exceptions, there's no bad Air Max ones. I don't think there are. No. Because you could man. put any crazy color together and it'd still be okay. It also makes it special, man. There's so many variations of them, man. It's crazy. You can find something. Central sneaker, still. Man, it just doesn't. Respect to that. The retro, man. Yeah. Brett, Brett. Brett, man. You gotta let us know what you're wearing. Yo, let me scoop. Yes, give this man some space. Let me give him some space. What are you rocking, sir? I got the Allen Edmonds uh, Strand, I believe is what it's called. It's Capto Oxford. So clean. In in Walnut. Oh, yeah, what, whatever, whatever's on his feet, like just he, it costs more than whatever me and you were in combined right now. Facts. Probably. Absolutely. Probably. No, I mean. And I mean the custom minus, tailor suit, too. Minus the hat. Minus, minus, minus the hat. Yo. That's, that's that. Those shoes are like, yo, I gotta go make some money. Facts. Facts. Fred just said. These, Fred these just shoes said. are like, uh, I invest in them so that I can have them for the next seven years, is what they are. Yeah, I mean. I mean, seven years, seven years. I mean, right. makes sense. Yeah, but his yeah. are way cheaper for seven years. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're not. Said the Jays were cheap. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, they were. They were like 135 when they dropped, I think. Okay. No, but I'm just saying, though, like. They are definitely cheaper. About, like, Quality-wise. I mean, like the cheap ones. <laughs> yeah, I feel like peasant shit cool. I know, right? You know, I like making, like Fred says, the, the money-making shoes. He's like, he's like, uh, these were your spending checks. Uh, these are the shoes that write the checks. <laughs> That's what Fred's talking about. <laughs> hey. 
Uh, Retro's out here he with that, that peasant a life. Tweet. <laughs> that's a tweet. That's a tweet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Too much millennial shit right now. No doubt. That's what you say. Uh, what about the Pops playlist, man? What's going on and what's in the headphones? I'm interested with what Brett has to say first. Brett, what do you listen to these days? And don't uh, say the Pops cast. You're already on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking you, with you, man. Uh, yeah, I just don't listen to a lot of music anymore. At all? What's the newest thing that you listen to, the most recent thing? I'm going to go on a limb and say Billy Joel. <laughs> I fuck with Billy Joel heavy, but but like the was it the street corner Billy Joel? Like not that other bullshit. Like for the longest time, I was like, all right, I fuck with that. Like that was no, part of that. I think the last album that I downloaded and paid for was uh, Michael Kiwanuka. Wait, what does that mean? You mean streamed? Yeah, like I actually bought an album. I know it's crazy. Like I I went to this thing called iTunes and I <laughs> hit purchase. purchase. Yeah. He doesn't believe in piracy. Oh, this is crazy. Oh, I definitely believe He's in piracy. No, he did. No, no, no. I, yeah. I co-signed Brett. He believes in a lot of illegal shit. Yeah. No, but yo, uh, hey, yo, yo, yo. Yeah. So what's yeah. the podcast? Uh, I listen to a kind of a wide variety. So like a lot of food stuff. I know you hate him, but uh, David Chang's Fuck podcast. David Chang. What's it called? Uh, what's it called though? Uh, the Dave Chang Show. Course. He's, like, he's definitely yeah. not getting that shot. No, no you're not gonna no, be. We're bleeping this out. Chang. All right, post production. <laughs> Go on. Uh, good food. That's an LA staple. It's been on KCRW for like Where? 20 years now. All right. Uh, I'm show. hopefully gonna have a piece that goes on there. Hopefully. Oh yeah, that's right. Published oh, author. So, oh, by the way, uh, right, this is officially published. And then. Uh, hey! Shout out to the officially published. Cheers to that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. What Not the just fuck? for the Instagram hoes. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you see that shit all the time. What? With the Instagram thotties, where they're just like published authors, like, bitch, please. The captions. Yeah. <laughs> they wrote their captions. <laughs> nah, but my man, wait. Yo, that's clean, man. We'll, we'll get into that too. Sorry about yeah. that. Sorry to no, no, no. interrupt. Uh, me, but. Uh, and I listen to a lot of stuff for the industry, so like entertainment industry, because before. I, I recently left my job. We can talk about that later, but uh, it was in the entertainment industry, so I had to kind of keep present. And I really enjoy a lot of it anyway. So I listened to like the producer's guide. So guy who has made a ton of films as a producer, right. talking about uh, that process, talking to different actors, editors, producers. Um, That's dope, man. And so is I like that one a lot. Uh, yeah, script notes. It's about writing, so. All right, I'm all over the place. Yeah, Oprah, that's clean, man. <laughs> Oprah, Are you Super serious? Soul Sundays. So, oh my God, <laughs> what just happened? I know, Oprah? I just lost all. Super Soul Sundays. <laughs> Damn, man, I've never heard that shit before. I've never heard it. Actually, no, no, no. You put me onto it once. I knew she yeah. had like the book. And talk. I looked, I read, I looked at the clip for like two minutes. I was like, can't get with this, man. I don't watch it. I just listen to it. All right, fair enough. Fair so, enough. Right. Well, that's a look. That's a several new looks here. Just saying, Brett, the pops cast. Yeah, so he's dope, changing man. the game already, man. But so that there's definitely that's an eclectic fucking group of podcasts. That it you're really is, though. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, it's all over. It's all over the spectrum. That's dope, though, man. B, what you got in man, your headphones currently? I'm going Young M.A. Herstory in the making, man. Ooh, ooh, man. <laughs> M.A. got it, man. First album actually, it's her first debut album. Um, before she had like a ton of mixtapes and some singles or some just freestyles that she put out, but. Herster in the making, man, is dope, man. I love M.A., man. I think she's dope. Um, she's lyrical as fuck, man. I don't think she's she just... really? Like, bro, she's dead nice. Like, she mm. could rhyme, man. She got bars. She could spit. She's 
really fucking I've good. literally heard like only two, and I think the first one was ooh, and then the second one was the shit that she came out with afterwards. She could spit, man. And that shit was just like Harlem trap music for a second. I didn't really listen to the rest of her shit. If you just listen to the intro, just starting out, it's crazy. She goes in, she could rhyme. Like yeah. she's she's a for real like rhymer. She's like a What's lyricist. the best joint? Uh, honestly, man, like they're all different too. Like that's what I like. It's kind of like his pop, uh, his playlist um, for his podcast. But it's kind of all over the spectrum. She has like some some dope beats, some dope lyrics. I mean, the whole album's good, man. Like from start to finish. I didn't even know play. she dropped it. How long ago was this? Just last Friday. Shit. Yeah, right. just last Friday she put it out, and she went on Flex and did the I'm So Brooklyn. Freestyle. Oh man, she she bodied it, man. How many bombs did he drop? She bodied it. Yeah, yeah, yeah four clean. or five bombs. You know nothing about these bars, like this like, is what New York sounds like. <laughs> Be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck flex, but you know what? He is still the industry standard when it comes to somebody fucking bodying a freestyle. Like there's no one else. I don't even know if Casey has a radio show anymore. Does he? I think he still does. He might. He got the magazine, though, that I think is more popping than his what? radio show, what Straight Stunt Magazine. I never even heard of it. It's mad cellulite on there. I mean, yo, body positive. I'm with that. No, I'm saying it's mad. No, I'm talking about like <laughs> donkeys and like cellulite. <laughs> it's not even about music. Not no, just, it's just flesh. All right, it's so like it's, a, it's like shit now. the car magazines, like without the cars. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, yeah. When you get older and watch the new single, I guess that's how that's the route you go. You just no, get just the hood shit. Like, just like a hood yeah, that's true. Like feds, but without anything really. Don Diva. Yeah, <laughs> ah, fair enough. No doubt, man. What about you, man? Um, Thirty Eight Special, man. He came out with this album a while ago, but it was only on Wax. It was called A Bullet for Every Heathen, and he dropped it with uh, Big Ghost, who was an internet personality for a minute, and he was fucking funny. And Brett, you should, if you like any, I mean, any, just in general, the way that he writes insults about people. It's so fucking funny. Like, just look up Big Ghost album reviews, and they're all comedy as fuck. Even if you don't know who the artists are, but he eventually ended up being a producer for like the boom bap era of rap, and bringing it back. And he teamed up with this dude, Thirty Eight Special, and the fucking album is—I don't even know if it's the album. It might be an EP. It's only like eight, nine mm-hmm. tracks at the most, but every beat fucking bangs, and it sounds like it was made in like '95, '96, '97 in someone's garage. I'm down with that. Love that. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. Like production wise, like as in it sounds like it's like straight from that era, right? Yeah, he actually, I want to say too, like when I was listening on the way over here, I want to say he flipped a Wu Tang sample and made it his own. Mm. So you could see the lineage of where it comes from. That's cool. But the bass just hits in a different way and it's fucking killer. Like in the show notes, I'll I'll find the song and I'll add it on there because I just play it through and through. I don't even know the song titles. I just just play it through and through. I was like, oh, this dude's nice. You know what, too? It's not. I mean, obviously the album, I think it goes to Young and May for me, but also too, I always want to, I just want to take a minute to let everyone know that Gangstar just dropped a new song with J. Cole. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah, it's yeah. a new Guru track, which I was like dumb hype about. Cause I'm like, yo, come on, a new Guru. Was that shit weird for you though, listening to it? It was very weird because yeah. it's been so long since yeah. he passed and like nothing has come out and then they just dropped it. Yeah. They didn't do that. And they, they got Cole on it too, they but I like how Cole did it too. Cole came correct on it. They didn't even go the biggie route where they're like, let's just make a duet album. No, they just kept that shit in the vault for Nothing. a minute. Which means there's a lot more, too, which I'm like, hopefully they, they put something out. They better have a fucking album. But I think, well, I mean, Solar got in the way of the last one, but. Oh, my God. Is that guy still alive? 
They should have took him instead of Guru. I agree. Because I was not not necessarily problematic. That guy's a fucking asshole, though. No. Uh, we'll have more on that story in the show yep, notes sorry. as well, man. <laughs> but My yeah. Bad. Shout out to Shout out to DJ Premier, man, J. Cole, that man. J. Cole blessed it too, man. It weirded me out. I'm not gonna lie. Cause hearing it just brand new girl, I'm like, what the fuck? Like it's I just know. so weird to hear something brand new from somebody who's been dead for a minute. Yeah. You don't hear anything about anything. All of a sudden you get a voicemail on someone's Insta on DJ Premier's Instagram with a Nas saying, like, yo, I heard you got some new shit and like kept under wraps. That shit had to have been in Premier's just True. basement under like thirteen locks. You gotta know how much like, he Primo got, like just in the chamber, man. My God. Oh my God. Let it go, man. Him and Jay do another album, just like straight up Preem, or him and Nas do another straight up Preem album. Like, I'm ready for it. Whenever they want to drop I'm, it, I'm ready. ready for it. <laughs> I'm ready. He just won't. Nah, he for just sure, won't. man. Not yet. Not yet. Um, let's get into the roll call, man. Brett, anybody want to shout out, man? Uh, I feel obligated to shout out my wife because she. Well, nope. Of Turn shit. the mic off. I'm not doing that today. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Nah, she. Uh, as we'll talk about a little bit later, like when I made the decision to to kind of like leave my job and and go towards uh, some what would be unlogical shit by most other people's standards, she's been pretty supportive in that. About That's as dope, supportive man. as I could ask for, and uh, so definitely to her. Uh, Shout out to wifey, man. Yeah, Layla. Somebody you're not obligated to now. <laughs> a dad A dad that you follow Or that you fuck with At some point A dad I feel like this is An easy one man Come on Not Don't li- I'm not saying me I'm, Or me like Roy Choi man Come on now Gotta represent for the Koreans yeah. So I Yeah I mean that's, Okay sure That's, <laughs> like, oh, that's guided right. <laughs> I was like, Can we do that Leading <laughs> questions That's I was, my specialty bro I was gonna shout out To Gio For his 99 burgers Oh that's right like, Gio Chef G-O-D-L-A mm. on Instagram. He's opening mm. a burger spot mm. with the guys from Badmash. Yep. And it's going to so. be called Burgers 99, as in 1999, which means there's going to be a lot of 90s references. Love it. Yes. All the kids are getting into it, but still, it's something that we can look at and relate and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. So. He's been making burgers all over the city for a while now. Yeah, he's been All the hot spots. He's been making the best, probably the top two, top three burger in L.A. for the last at least five, five years. years. I would say something like yep. that. And people don't and people right. don't fuck with them. And he does make vegan burgers too, FYI. If he impossible needs to. or beyond? He uses impossible. It's clean. Actually you think he might have his own proprietary blend as well. Yeah. He's nice with it though. That's but what's yeah. up, man. Shout out to Gio as well. Shout out to Gio, man. That's dope, man. B, what's up with you, man? <laughs> I'm gonna go fit dad fitness, I'm man. I'm already mad at this one. Go ahead. I mean, no, but <laughs> just check it out. So listen, listen, I try to give like the dads who I think move the needle in like Repping for like the for real like dads out there who like really take pride in like dad work man who are like the involved and evolved dads but this guy actually has a dope podcast too man it's called um fit dad fitness um super dope man just good dude man he gives a lot of tips like for dads to be able to work out and like get shit done so i'm gonna shout him out today that's dope i was just mad because i saw the name fit dad i was like god damn it that's I mean, not me but you know what? I mean, if he has the podcast that's out and it has a bunch of tips and stuff like that, I'm going to get a podcast, and he also has, like, good shit, like, on his website, man. He's, like, really out there trying to help dads out. Just That's fit, cool because I need time to work out and fit these clothes properly because it's not <laughs> happening right now. So shout out to – what's his name? What's his actual name? Fit Dad Fitness. No, you don't know his government name? Fit Dad Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Well, Fit Dad Fitness. Huh? <laughs> Try to like subtly like go in. <laughs> it's like what's the name of the government you, though? Um, mine is. Uh, we both know this guy, I guess, kind of. So I, I met this dude Ben. Uh, his 
tag, I believe, is Body Bag Music, and he makes, he's based out here in Southern California, but he makes a lot of boom bap type beats, and he actually, I actually linked up with him at the Mayhem Lorenz show, I want to say about three weeks ago. Um, I was just sitting there by myself, being a wash dad, and a loner, I guess, because wifey was with the kids, so she wasn't really fucked with Mayhem like that either, so I was like, all right, let me just go by myself, and I missed him last time. I literally missed Mayhem last time he was out here, but like, that's th- dope, I didn't get an invite. Uh, you're right. You cool. didn't. Yeah. Nope. Didn't. I didn't. And they sure had didn't. vegan burgers there. Sorry. I don't know what that was Once about. Once again, I didn't. <laughs> say I didn't get it. I didn't get an invite. That's cool. Yo, Freddie just fucking left. Yeah, Freddie bounced. He, he was. He's uninterested left. in this boom bap. <laughs> Freddie was like, I'm fucking um, out. But yo, yeah, I was just kicking it there, rocking a Hawaiian shirt. Another Hawaiian shirt bro walks up to me. I was like, Oh shit. We just looked at each other like, Oh shit. He's like, He's like, Yo, you into this shit? I was like. Yeah, so we chopped it up a little bit. He's like, yo, I produced them and this, that, and that. I was like, all right. And then, you know, like, when you see people at, like, underground hip-hop shows, they're like, oh, I produce. You kind of, like, it yeah, kind of okay. has a stigma. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah okay, whatever. Produce, yeah, yeah. But he gave me his Instagram. I followed him. It's like, his beats are fucking tough. Hopefully, Ben, we can get you on the Not show hopefully. soon. Not hopefully. Just because we were talking about him tonight when I saw that that was who you were going to shout out today, I hit him up on um, on his IG and then, he said he's working on it right now as we speak. So, by the way, season two is going to have a new intro, and Body Bag Music's going to be doing it, man, which That's I'm excited right. and, about. And you will get a season and a break from us, uh, fortunately or unfortunately. Yeah, we're working on some, we're cooking up some stuff behind the scenes, mostly being Fred. I'm just kind of riding the wave. But Yo, check it out. The shit that's going to come while we're on the break from the podcast, man, it's not for like being lazy, it's not for anything else. We got some crazy shit coming and I'm not the guy who's gonna like hype shit it's just it's for real like something we're super excited about super proud of but it's gonna give you a different look for for us so I'm excited yeah, and just, about it and just cause the podcast content isn't here doesn't mean we won't be hitting you with any sort of anything we'll, we'll be hitting you guys with video I promise we'll be better at it yo welcome back yeah. Freddie our fucking producer hey, just left Freddy's for like five house. minutes he had to produce somebody worried. else's podcast too man <laughs> Freddie's in studio B right now like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have other pressing matters to attend. I got other podcasts who aren't as washed. Uh, yeah, Ben, shout out to you, though, man. You no know, doubt, man. Um, he was super fucking cool. You know, not I'm cool, man. Kind of, when I'm by myself, I'm kind of antisocial in that I don't reach out. So for him to just chop it up with me off the rip, I really appreciate that. Because now, you know, I just got opened up to a whole new kind of underground scene that's been bubbling in L.A., in San Diego, you know, even in the Central Valley, and just a bunch of rappers that could fucking rap. Like, it's not They're just, good. like, this this gang shit. And I, there's a time and a place for that. I'm cool with that. And there's not, you know, the laid-back kind of having fun music, which I guess there's a lane for it. I'm not saying I do appreciate it. I mean, I, it has its own space. But for me, it's, like, I like the real hard, like, gully shit. So, uh, Ben, you're keeping the movement alive. I no appreciate doubt, you. Man. Um, so, yeah. And he's a younger cat, too. He's not, like, our era. We, yeah, we had a... We had yeah, a, he's a younger cat, too, which I love. It's, again... Isn't that like that Joey Badass man where it's like they're they're nodding our era? Yeah. But they still have like a new sound and like a new energy, which I'm I'm a fan of. Yeah, it's I a like different approach to the same type to the to similar beats. I'm with it. Man, so getting into this topic, I think people who know us knew that we were gonna talk about this uh excited about we've it. talked about it ad nauseum so far. I um, love it. I'm ready. I've been waiting for you, Brett. <laughs> I've been waiting for you, Brett. I've this been looking forward to this shit. Yeah, B was I've just like, I don't have a lot of if many white friends. I was like, I got a couple in chamber. I got you, fam. Nah, I, I'm, I've been looking forward to it. I'm excited about it because it's always good to have good dialogue, right? And like, and a, a glimpse into like 
your world too, man, because it's, it's a different world. So I'm excited about having this dialogue with you. Yeah, so looking forward to be here. Let, let's give us your story um, about how you gave up your job to pursue your dream. Because that for me is like, that for me and B, I think by extension, is just something that we're not used to being people of color. Um, for Asians, it's just like, no, yo, if you're not a lawyer or a doctor, yeah. you ain't shit. And whatever your dream is, like, your dream should be being a lawyer or a doctor and that stuff and that's it so the fact that you're not not just able to do it but enabled as well by your wife who's Layla love you she's super understanding super patient as you know um, talk about that journey man because I know it's not easy either and we talked about your struggles as well um, kind of coming to terms with uh, being a state home dad as well in some way yeah. shape or form so talk about your story man yeah I mean I uh <clears throat> So I grew up in a pretty unique household. My, my parents owned their own company, a small business. My dad made magic mushroom lamps. So some real hippie shit. That. Yeah. Like you take like, shrooms and like like watch they're, it? They're lamps that look like mushrooms. Do you get high like to? No, but he got high when he came up with the idea. Shout out to so, Pops, man. I like it. Uh, Shout out to Pops for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he, so, he made money. He made a career out of that shit. Yeah, I mean, he's he's actually kind of an ideal immigrant story. He came from England, you know, but he's he came here with no money in his pocket. He worked on the Queen Mary when it was a functioning ship. Shit. Uh, you know, worked in the Merchant Marines and found his way to America with no money and started as a used car salesman uh, and just hustled until he was able to uh, get a somehow get a loan from the bank to make magic mushroom lamps. Let's talk about that privilege right there. Like, you yes. got a loan. Well, that, <laughs> like, that, you I got mean, a loan from the bank. Like, yeah. that's dope. Kuwait? That's interesting. Late, late 70s, too. So, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's a different time. There, was, there yeah. were barely fucking with black people. <laughs> like, corporate America was like, barely. Barely. Mailroom, maybe. I think there were still segregated, like, water fountains at that point. <laughs> oh, they were still up there. They are like, we'll get to the science. Just, just for now, you can drink from both. Know, right? Wink. <laughs> so I grew up in a household Shit, that, like, man. never really, like you're saying, you know, doctor, lawyer, account. Like, right. that was not my family. My family was, like, more of a, like, follow your path type of thing. That's and dope. my rebellion was going to college. My rebellion was going to college for economics, which was... That's a spin. Like, Wild Asian, by the way. Yeah, like, because... Your name should be we, Brett Kim. <laughs> <laughs> we have some... Uh, I've had some issues with my with my dad and stuff, and, uh, and I think I wanted to prove to myself that I could, too. All growing up through high school, I was always the art kid or the photography kid, and everybody always kind of just assumed I would be doing that. I wasn't capable of doing the other things because uh, I didn't really try. Mm. Like I sucked at math, I sucked at science, I sucked at all those things. And you majored in econ? And I majored in econ. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I sucked at math, I sucked at everything, but I'm no, gonna, I made that shit work. I, know, I right? sucked because nobody ever took the time to explain Makes sense. Like how it was useful. Because I would say, how am I ever gonna use this? And they would say, don't worry about it, just shut up and do the homework. And I don't that's think that's school for yeah, all, that's hundred percent exactly. Yeah. And so uh, I just had no interest in that. And so I went to the things I was interested in. And then when I got out, I realized you can't really. I mean, not that you can't, but having a, a job in those fields in photography or, mm. or writing or art, like, not exactly uh, the easiest path. 
And so I, I looked, I was started dating a Persian girl. So they were like, are you a doctor? Are you a lawyer? Are you an engineer? And Facts. I wasn't. And so I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're like, you, you haven't gone to college? And I couldn't go to college actually because my parents wouldn't co-sign for me to go to college and get student loans. So I had to wait till I was 24 to get student aid. So the, the, literally the year that I turned 24, I went back to college and I thought if I'm going to get a bunch of debt, I might as well do something that, you know, That's I can make story. money off of. That The fact that like someone, it's usually the opposite, super opposite story where they're like, oh yeah, uh, you want to be an artist? Fuck that. We're not going to co-sign. You're like, oh, you want to do something pragmatic? No. no. No, you will make magic mushrooms. So, right? <laughs> it wasn't necessarily for that reason because oh, okay. they own their own business. They always file tax extensions. Mm-hmm. So they don't even pay, like, they don't even really do their tax and start paying taxes till September mm-hmm. when all the aid is given out. Yep. So uh, I think they would have helped me if they could, but they just couldn't do it. Oh, so, okay. yeah, so, yeah, yeah they, they weren't like shunning me because of my decision my to, be, okay. Desire like, okay. to be in a Sex, But, you know, like, it definitely was not understood by my dad. Like my, I told him I was majoring in economics, and he's like, "What are you gonna be a brain surgeon?" I was like, "This speaks to your level of education for one." Yo, that sounds like some ignorant shit I would say. Yeah. What you think you're better than me? Huh? Huh? Learning numbers and shit. Serious huh? shit. That sounds like some dumb shit I would say. But, Fuck. Uh, so yeah, I went. I did that. I respect that. your dad for that dumb shit. That's some G shit right there. I know. Right? That's some OG shit right 100%. there. Hundred percent. I'm, as the story unfolds, I'm really starting to question how white you really are. You sound pretty <laughs> fucking black. <laughs> I don't know, Brett. (laughs) I'm not convinced yet. (laughs) Yeah, so I went to uh, I went to school, graduated early, dean's list. Somehow did all that, even though I had what I thought of as no skills. And I turned out that I was good at those things. I just needed somebody to explain Mm -hmm. why. But uh, the last ten years has been a kind of me realizing that just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you should do it it's a fact and uh so yeah i recently left uh, a career where i was working doing insurance commercial insurance for the entertainment industry so the company that i worked for we did um, all the production insurance for amazon viacom and mgm Big and, accounts, uh, real big accounts. Yeah, it was. Uh, I worked on the largest team in the company. It's a multi-billion-dollar company, so it was a pretty big responsibility. And it just got to a point where, you know, the emails were in the hundreds a day, and uh, there was definitely growth opportunity. And that growth opportunity basically just meant me working 70, 80 hours a week, and not really getting to ever spend time with my family and not really particularly enjoying the work so and when you say your family at the time when you left your gig did you have kids already yeah how many yeah. kids do you have I have two kids two kids how old four years old and uh, one and a half four and one and a half okay yeah which makes it even harder to do something like sure. a job like that 100% because uh, I mean I think most of us who are who are fathers the number one thing that you feel is a need to provide mm-hmm. For sure. And you need to be that, like, the rock for your family, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just hit a point where, like, I was dealing with depression, anxiety, all these things coming, stemming from not just the work, but a combination, like having a newborn at the time who was colicky. For guys, man. <clears throat> that yep. shit's real. That's it is. Right, 
I don't do well with infant stage either. That's not my forte. Yeah. Give me yeah. like three to four. That's like my sweet spot. I'm okay, like, oh, see, now you're fun. giving me hope, B. No, no, no. It's good. No, it gets better. That's when it gets fun. That's when it's just like, this is by our great. Infants, it's like, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> we have to tell ourselves that. No, 100%. The infants run the show. They run shit, man. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I came to a point where I just thought, like, kids are like sponges. They pick up everything, even if you're not saying things in front of them like they know for sure and uh and i've been telling my kids you know like basically since they're born like i i teach them to like do things that they really love and like to take joy in things and uh i had this moment with my kid where he he has like an old iphone which we play music for him when he goes to sleep and he found the notepad app Mm -hmm. and he was typing into that and he was like obsessed with it for like two days. He just, all he wanted to do was type into this notepad. He doesn't know how to spell or anything. But like, I was like, oh, like, you like that? He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, do you think you'd uh, want to be like a writer or something when you grow up? And he looked at me so confused. And he just looked straight in my eyes and said, no, I'm going to be Colin. Like, that's the name, Colin. Mm-hmm. So like, for him, it was like, like I'm not going to be anything other than myself. Crazy and it thing. was for it's you know he doesn't see it as a deep thing but for me it was like this deep bomb for sure and uh i think that hit me and i started really questioning where you guys are looking in the mirror like damn yeah. what am i not doing yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Like, it's exactly it's like little kid just prompted like this epiphany for you like yep. oh shit yo so did you did you like crunch numbers and shit like that to try to figure out like okay if i leave my gig now like, what can we do to, to, to get it started? Did you just have, like, a real, like, a sit-down with Layla and, like, nah, I can't do this anymore? I had the sit-down mm-hmm. uh, maybe six months prior. Okay. And okay. kind of just, I don't know really what to do with this. You know, older, it's like, that mid-career switch is not, like, Second life exactly, is hard, man. Yeah, yeah. easiest. And, uh, and she told me then, like, just do it, whatever, we'll figure it out. But I wasn't Shout comfortable with that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my but god. But so we saved we saved for like maybe six, eight months. And okay. uh okay. And so, so we blueprint. have a we have a cushion. And uh yeah. Is there a plan B if you find that things are not working, like I gotta get back into it? Like So one of the made like one of the things that made one of the things that made it easier to leave is that I, I know that the place that I was at will take me back. Alright. So I left That's on solid. really good terms and basically them saying, you know, if you ever want a job here, like you're more than welcome back. And if you need help finding a job somewhere else, we will help you. Just make oh, sure to keep cock teasing, man. So. Keep them, keep them on the line. Be like, hey, oh, I, come yeah, back. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't want to ghost them and come said, back. Like, What's up, big no, that's head? <laughs> like, I have, uh, who? That's I. I'm. I. I feel if I use that, it would be more for them helping me get a job in something else. Mm. I really don't right. want to go back to that that thing again, just because. For me, it like just sparked Drain so many. Me. Yeah, I get that. I've done jobs before where I'm like, yo, this is terrible. Yeah. So I get it, man. I can't. That's just shit. Like, I'm not trying to knock anybody, but for me, I'm like, I don't. This shit does not compute. Just for me. No. Just because like the dream for me, and I don't even know that was my dream because like I didn't know I wanted kids until like probably like my probably till I started she was nine like months. 31 oh. <laughs> hey real shit though like, she was like, like I'm not even lying like, dog like uh, before oh. we even started trying like one day I just woke up and like it was just a random epiphany I wasn't drunk or anything like that I just like, <laughs> like 
No, because moments of clarity, they come up for it. You know what I'm talking about. Like you, you get moments of clarity when you're drunk as fuck and you're just like, hey, wait a minute. But you like you come up with like this not necessarily wild ideas, but more so just like I'm ready or I can take this next step or I can do something like that. For me, when I had that epiphany, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I'm ready. But the thing that was like, and that was the most unstable thing I've ever done. Cause like, you don't know how a kid's going to turn out. You don't know what's going to happen. So for me, like stability in and of itself was like my dream. So it's like, oh yeah, steady. I was like, I'm not smart enough to be a doctor or lawyer. Let me just find a government job or do whatever. And then be just chill and, and like keep it low or whatever. And then my family would be my dream. But for, so for me, like when I met my wife, Paola, I was just like, She's like, she's living her dream and making like really good money off of it. I was like, wow, it's like a fucking unicorn. So for you to like, I'm, I'm serious. Can I just be happy? <laughs> yeah, I'm just supposed to be happy at work. <laughs> fuck all that. So when you were telling me about it, I was like, I just, to, for me to even comprehend, I was like, fuck man, like that's, that's wild. And like the privilege, the privilege that comes along with that is like, cause not, it's not, not saying that you guys didn't save or prepare or anything like that. But for a lot of people, it's like, fuck man, it's hard. And, and especially like, the privilege involved because I know here's the thing when I talk to people about privilege especially white people it's just like I'm not saying that they don't work hard right and I'm, I'm not saying that they're not smart or they're not deserving of the post or whatever position that they have but I think I had this conversation with you it's just like dude like gaps in employment are really fucking bad at people of color you know what I'm saying so for like other people to, so for you to be like oh yeah I'm just gonna fucking chill because you've pivoted a few times yeah. you stayed within the yeah, same industry yeah, you, you've pivoted and it's just like, oh, well, I'm going to go through this. Like you save, you're really good with your money and stuff like that. And you'd go like three months without a job for someone like B, especially for someone like B, maybe not so much myself just because I'm Asian. We're like the model, quote unquote model minority. But for any other person of color, it's like, no, nah, that's a death knell. You're like, no, nah, you're not getting this yeah. fucking job. So the privilege there is to me was like, oh, that's fucking wild. That's so wild that you're like, no, fuck that. Like, and I'll excel anywhere I go. And I was like, that's dope. That's dope that you can have that shit like, and, and appreciate it and accept it. Cause I know we had the conversation about privilege a few times where even I wasn't realizing like the conversation that we we're having. And then my wife stepped in and was like, that's just privilege from men or from white men or yeah. from even just men in general. So that was pretty well to me. I remember we were having this conversation that, um, cause we used to be roommates when he was in college and, um, you're like, fuck man. And I remember we have this, this shit made me laugh. I wasn't like mad, but I, was, I thought it was funny. The scholarship conversation. Mm-hmm. Cause you came home one day and you're going through it. Cause your parents weren't like fun. Weren't going to help yeah. you co-sign along. You're like, fuck dude, there are no scholarships for white guys. <laughs> like I fucking fell out. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding? In my head I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And my wife was just like, uh, uh, y'all got everything but one thing that she made me realize too is it's like privilege is hard to come to terms with when you don't actually see it and you don't believe that you're a recipient of it so that's what I was gonna that's what I was gonna like interject to so cause I know the, the foundation of this conversation now is it's transitioned into privilege right but like how do you feel about privilege for you do you feel like you have it do you feel like um, you've benefited from it and if Pop so, what's your, like, your responsibility with having it? I mean, I think I'd be crazy to think that I don't have any type of privilege. Like, like we just discussed. Like, I literally just said that I left my stable career so that I could follow a passion. And I think that in itself is a privilege. Like, most people don't have that ability. I mean, part of that privilege comes from 
having a, a stable wife too, who's mm-hmm. been at the same job for 15 years. Shout but again to her. But uh, yeah, I mean the idea that yeah I can go find another job most likely. Um, I will say that when I do do those pivots, like to a to another job, they're always through a connection. They're right. always through somebody I know, mm-hmm. which once again could be like nepotism. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, like I think most people these days, like if you get a job, you have to have the in. Like, because yeah, there's like so many algorithms. Jobs an hour from referrals, it's, right? Or something like that. No. no? That's just not my experience. Again, oh, okay. like that for me, it was funny. Like, I think about like my sister, right? She's been at Northrop for like almost 20 something years now. And she got that uncle, she got that job through my uncle, right? Oh, okay. I'm the middle child, the traditional quintessential middle child who's always fucked everything up. Like, but I'm just. Not, co- no, no, no. I but, actually like you the best already. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, my sister's like, the perfect example she's like straight a student went to college like barely got out of high school like barely got out of high school jumped through like 30 different jobs like trying to figure it out but it's funny because i was always just like yo can i get a hookup somewhere like why can i fucking never get hooked up with like a good opportunity so everything i had i always had to fight for it always had to like hustle to get it so for me like opportunities never came because of that but then when i became like when I was able to get in like these great positions, like, again, I think we talked about it before, like I was a branch manager at Chase for like five years and I was like a VP there and it was, people like would look at me crazy, like how did you get it? Oh my And they God. gave me one of those, like how did you get so that? Annoying. And it's just like, well, I don't know, I passed like a bunch of fucking licensing tests and I fucking <laughs> study for it, right? Yeah. But it's like, but, and, but, it, but that's cool, like, uh, you know, that comes with it, right? That's how we're gonna, we know how to deal with that stuff. But also too, like when, I became like able to give to other people. That's why like, I'm always like, yo, let me bring my people up too, because nobody's bringing us into the party. It's just kind of like, well, fuck it. You gotta get it. Nah, you don't man. Like, but I I think that's dope though, that you were able to leverage those connections, but it doesn't always come as easy. No, it doesn't. And I I should say like, the year that I graduated was kind of the height of the recession. I still have like my uh, my hard drive with all my resumes because I would custom mm-hmm. customize all my resumes to my job applications. I had over three hundred applications in one year. It's crazy, right? And I didn't get a single one of those. And you know where I got the job it was from somebody I knew. That's somebody crazy. I knew just like said, "Hey, like last minute, we need somebody to come in and help with bookkeeping at this doctor's office in Malibu," and that turned into every, almost every job I've had since then. Like Stop, one man. link went to the next. Yeah. That just sounds like a hustler. That doesn't sound like anything else to me. Like you just was able to flip and get like more better opportunities. I think that's that oh, just yeah. a testament made, to you, man. He was a good people person. He still is. Yeah. That's, you're a real good people person. And you too, B, because for me, it's like, I think I'm sociable once I get to know somebody, but you guys open up like off the rip. And I was like, that's admirable. And on top of that, like you were saying, like bring your people up. I think now more than ever, we need to realize that like, it's just not me winning is not like a zero sum game because my my wife again she sure, brings man. this to me up to all the time. It's just like, dude, just because. Oh, Fred providing some direction. Thank you, sir. Um, just because I win doesn't mean you lose. Like yeah. there's mm-hmm. there's and and uh, so true, man. Paul Mooney, he's fucking he's wild problematic now, but he said I don't want a piece of pie with the fucking recipe. But just because you share the recipe doesn't mean that they're taking your your pie. You make pie, they make pie, yeah. everyone gets some pie. 100%. You know what I mean? So for that, I think I think using privilege, because even me and B, we're privileged being men. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling the Carrie the other day, 
I told her, like, as I was leaving, I was like, thank you for setting a good example because you know what? I'm going to keep it funky. America hates women. America especially hates women of color. And she's like, you're right. You're right. So for someone to set an example and all of us here, especially you using your privilege, because I've seen you use your privilege before, like, hey, man, that shit ain't cool or whatever. Like, that, like, is worthy of, like, actually saying something and be like, hey, man, like, props to that shit as opposed to, like, you have privilege, man. Fuck all that. Like, nah, like. If you use your privilege for something good for the betterment of everybody around you, then that's something that you should definitely accept and champion. Be like, I have privilege. We all have privilege in one one way, shape, or form, but I'm using it to try to help other people. And like, and I think that's the important part too, because I think that you can't. I don't think anybody can help when they have like any type of privilege, right? Like you can't help it. It's just sorry. Like I have it, right? Like it's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. But it's like, what do you do with that responsibility once you have it? Because that's where I think the kicker comes in. And I think a lot of times with privilege too, like the 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 ignorance of people like, what privilege? Yeah, you do, like you have it, like shut up. But then also too, like you said, like the responsibility, but even like in this conversation, I'm listening to you, man. It's like, yo, you fucking grinded, man. I mean, you came from immigrant families. It's not like you came from this wealthy family who just had, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, you know what I mean? It wasn't like inheritance money. Like you really had to grind still. So, I mean, I salute that, man. I think that's dope, man. I think that story is way more relatable than just, just, privilege right i watched that doc- did you watch that documentary that chelsea just did on netflix mm-hmm. chelsea handler oh, are you there privileges me chelsea no. or something yeah, like hello that? privileges me chelsea yeah. it was really good i heard man. about like, it yeah. it was really good and i think it was super dope from the perspective of it wasn't just about like oh white privilege or whatever but it was she really got down and dirty and she took some major fucking hits like to the ego like she she just took it like on the chin yeah and she was just talking about how like how she's benefited from it yeah but now her responsibility from having it and also like the education behind it. It's just like, all right, well teach me, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> like, yeah, what am I supposed yeah, to do in yeah. moments like this? But some lady stood up, it was so dope. She went to this USC spoken word thing and like some lady stood up and goes, the fact that you're here filming a documentary is your privilege and you're coming here to take and you're gonna put it on TV and you're gonna make money off of it and that's fucked up. Yeah. And she's like, feel free to edit that out, but she didn't, which I thought was cool, like she left it in. Right. Um, but it's very hard, I think. I think it's very difficult to be able to like live in that world where there's so many injustices and just kind of walk through the the uh, the world like unscathed by pretty much all of these injustices that are going on. But knowing that I'm still gonna be good, I'm still gonna be all right. I don't have to worry about shit. Like that's hard. That's so when you come from old money. I think that's the old money yeah, that deals with that tough, shit. Man. Anyone else can see it around them because if you're just a at least, even if you're from a well-to-do family and you're like socializing amongst people, you see people that have struggled and you can't and, relate and yeah, and you either can or you can't relate. But even so, when you look at the story, you're like how, like I should feel bad. Whereas other people's like, Oh, we don't talk about money. We don't talk about this, that, yeah. and it's like, no dude, like no matter how much or how little money you make, if you're relatable as a person, cause you've seen people hustling like you or struggling like in, in some fashion, you're just like, fuck. Like, I got to do something better. I at least got to say something because even sure. saying something helps, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't know if there's a I don't know if there's necessarily like how much you should. I don't have a scale on how much each person, each person should like give or use their privilege. But I know that if you at least say something and address it like Chelsea did, because even she said, like, I think on her show, was it Chelsea tonight or mm-hmm. Chelsea lately? She's like, dude, if a fucking black person like said what I said right now, 
they'd be arrested. I have a show where I get to say that like every like every other night or once a week or something like that. She's like, no one else could deal with this shit. And you see it all the time. Like people like was it at the women's march with uh, Madonna a couple of years ago? She's like, I've dreamt of of blowing up the White House. We're like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, are you yeah. serious? It's like let somebody with just a tan say that. Boom, they're done. You'll never hear from them again. They'll be in fucking Guantanamo Bay or some shit like that, man. So, it's true, man. like, the, just the levels of, I think now we're going to see that there's layers of privilege. And the higher you get on the privilege scale, the less, the, the less, it's kind of like management, right? The CEOs don't see what the people on the floor are doing. Yeah, 100%. Same with the it, privilege, is just, it's, it's a spectrum. You know what I mean? So, that's actually, that's how I feel about it. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but. No matter where you are, I feel like you just got to have some perspective and you brought that to the table. And that's yeah. why we get along, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think I've the, the conversations you're talking about from, you know, 10 years ago, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think I was just at a point where I was, you know, I didn't fully understand the conversation for one. That's uh, frustrating, too. And I think I, I, mean, I have to thank P for a lot of this. We've had conversations that have really like helped open up my eyes. Yeah. Um, but I was, yeah, I was frustrated because I was this, you know, kid who moved to California with no money. I slept in my car for a fucking month, you know, Civic like Del I had, Sol, a Civic Del. No, no big. reclinable seats. No. Slept in my car for like a month. A 15 degree angle or something like yeah. that. I remember that. And, uh. It's a bad rest adjust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up and yeah. down. Roll down the, Up roll down, down the back window and then This is a 2001. This is yeah. no. Warm you know, and then, right. you know, and then I, you know, I, I finally get to go to school without my parents' help, and I'm going in debt and all this stuff. I'm working two jobs while going to school and taking 19 to 21 units, and so I felt like you, you can know, catch a break. When people are like, "Oh, but you have privilege," it was just immediate defense mechanism. Like, Fuck you. Yeah, because yeah. for for yeah. me at the time, it just felt like I don't have a choice in being white. Yeah. Mm. Right. Right. So like when you're telling me that like by automatically just by being who I am that yeah. like somehow I should be mad at myself or for sure you know so I, I think I was just way more defensive then and 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 I've had those moments of clarity since where like like even just recently I had my camera mm-hmm. and I was in a one of my like favorite things to do is just like walk around like nice neighborhoods and basically be inspired and try to think of like where I could be and I was walking around this like super nice neighborhood in Studio City and I was like taking pictures and I'm in like sandals. Like I'm not, I obviously don't live in the neighborhood. <laughs> he said, cause he's wearing sandals. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Summertime. I had the thong sandals. <laughs> <I know. laughs> in this neighborhood, they were toms. <laughs> Rainbows. Like, you know, but I, I obviously didn't live in the neighborhood, right. but I was walking around and I was like taking pictures of random like you know, things on the ground or flowers or, or whatever. And I just, I had this thought of like, if I were a person of color and I was walking around this neighborhood, Al Qaeda doesn't like, know what color. I would, like, nope. I would be a completely different situation. Yeah. You know, it might be, it might be something just saying like, Oh, like some like somebody in there saying like, hi in an awkward way, or it could be as severe as police showing up. Oh, yeah. what are you doing here? And, it was just a small example of a privilege that I take advantage of that I don't even think about, but it's there. Yeah. Yeah. And even like the discomfort too of like, if you get pulled over by the cops, you just hand me license to registration and that's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm like, 
I've had like a clean like record of driving forever, but if I see a cop, no. I'll still turn left to get away. Like I don't yeah. have nothing to worry about or hide. Like, nah, I have something to worry about, but I have nothing to hide. Like I'm clean. You can put yeah. me over here's my car, everything. Yo. But when I see it just in my rear view, mm-hmm. I immediately get nervous and I just pull off and like I'll go into like a grocery store parking lot and be like, yo, let him pass. Just go ahead, go around me. But it's crazy though because yeah. like I personally would not like to get my head blown off today. Exactly. And that's the how fucking crazy is that? It's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Whoever's supposed to protect you, the first thought in your mind is not it's safety, crazy. but like I may die right now because this yeah. police officer is behind. Hundred percent. Yo, everybody get your camera phones out. Exactly. Exactly. Solando so Castillo. You got me on are. speed dial, put that Put me on speed dial, just leave that shit on mm-hmm. speaker. And I'll just I'll do my best white impression to sound like there's somebody in the back, like, sir, sir, why are you pulling my friend over? It's crazy. Trying Ten to- lawyer or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's that dude. So there's actually apps on that. I'm gonna I'll blast it out to you guys in the show notes, but there's actually an app where if you get pulled over, you get to like you you put it you basically press the button and it sends a text to your loved ones that says I'm being pulled over by a police officer and it pings your location and then it starts audio recording. So in case something actually does happen, you have to let the officer know that, that he's being, he or she's being recorded, but it sends like a ping out to like a group of people saying like, yo, like I, got, I just got pulled over, this is what's happening and it sends like audio recording and it shoots the audio recording to them too. So if the police are like, no, fuck that, and they try to take the phone and like break and shit like that, it's fucking, it's so sad that the fact that that's a app, thing is a real but thing. But it's really fucking useful. So when that, when I find that app, I forgot, I have it on my phone. No, I'm going to send sure it out to you guys. Out. That's important. Yeah, I'm and I'm also going to need your number so I can just call you and just have oh, yeah. your voice in the background. Cause like, it'll for Yo, sure. Yo, my man, Brett like, sound yeah. is like the most unthreatening voice. Ever. It's <laughs> soothing. It's yeah. soothing, man. 100%. I, I was like, I was going to Brett. I'm not an intimidating fellow. Yo. I, funny story, and this is again not a knock on you, Brett. When, when I first moved in with Brett for a minute, like I think I knew you, I knew you way before I started dating my wife. But um, she was over one time, and her best friend was visiting from Philly, and like we were all all three of us were kicking in my room, and Brett's Brett's room was like in the opposite end, so he had to kind of walk over, and like he peeked in, and he saw that we were like kind of chilling, so he kind of like whispered, but like not really whispering. So he's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" or something like that, and like. Um, my wife's best friend Nisi, she gave, she shot like P like a weird look. And Shout out to like, Nisi for having the name Nisi, and she's from Philly. Yeah, no, it's tell Denise. Me she didn't have a, I was like, tell it me is, she didn't have a finger wave. She, she might have. She's Puerto Rican. Philly. Oh, she Puerto Rican. Oh, Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but she like shot P a weird <laughs> look and was just like, and was just like, yo, mm, what's going on here? And then P was just like, what the fuck? So after me and Brett had that conversation, she's just like, yo. You let this motherfucker live with a girl? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, his oh. voice is so soft. I'm like, no, man. That's my guy. Not everybody sounds like Remy Ma, Nisi. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody got the deepest uh, voice. It's a su- no, Brett has a soothing voice, man. I like that shit. <laughs> I'm glad somebody likes it. I don't. So. <laughs> you don't have to like it. I don't like my voice either. But Pete, she puts up with it, I no, guess. For sure. Nobody yeah. likes her own voice. No. Yeah, it's something about the... I guess something the space in between your head that makes your voice sound different to you yeah, yeah, than other people, which is why I hate listening to the podcast over again because I'm just like, oh god. You I think Morgan Freeman likes his own voice? Absolutely, he's got to. He has to, right? He's got to. Absolutely. There's no fucking way Morgan Freeman doesn't like his own voice. He got me through college. Voice. Did of he god, really? Man. Yeah, I would read. Does he get audiobooks? No, I would read my economics text <laughs> in his voice. That's <laughs> how I got through college. I would imagine Holy that he was shit. reading the economics text. That is brilliant. That is a hack and a half. I would Fuck. go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, because it's so soothing. Like yeah. it's like so. Brandon put 
his children to bed. After that, he washed up, and then he went to sleep. Ten seconds into that narrative, you're already out. You fucking fall asleep standing up, brushing your teeth, man. Morgan Freeman is the man. I hope. I wish he would. If he's probably gonna outlive all of us, so he should he's do all like of our already eulogies. Two hundred and thirty-seven or something. Oh yeah, he's yeah. old. Shit. Since the day I was born, I remember him being in movies and always 100%. looking the same. He never looked young. He's just like that That's guy who just yeah Benjamin Button. He's just always like mad oh, old. It's like oh shit, like how old are you now? Like he's got to do something weird. He's got to do something weird that with his skin routine or something. Got to him and Pharrell. Mm, Pharrell, no, Pharrell I like say 50. Morgan Freeman. Pharrell's like fifty. Well, Lenny Kravitz too. Lenny Kravitz just does. A little, he's on a cocaine diet though. All the rockers they live forever I mean, until they get clean and then they just die like the next day. No, it's true. They seriously like. Like Mick Jagger, that motherfucker's like 312. Yeah, but he looks awful. He does. He looks like Skeletor like, no, a little looks bit. Bad, dude. He, yeah, he look looks good. awful, though. That's true. But, you know, he doesn't. Lenny Kravitz literally looks the same as like 1994. He's the male version of Sade. Same with Sade. Sade She's man. fucking ageless. And Angela Bassett. We can go on and on, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hallie. Oh, oh yeah. Fair, fair. Penelope Cruz. Sophia Vergara. <laughs> Penelope going. Cruz. How old is she? Old as shit. No. You serious? Yes. Like 50. Plus. Penelope Cruz yes. is 50 plus? Yes. Do we have a fact checker here? Was, <laughs> no. B's fact checking right now. Penelope Cruz. What's the age? I feel like. I don't sound my hex. Like I'm going to guess she's like 46. 45. That's not old as shit, bro. Cool. That's seven years. Okay. That's she still bad. looks great. Okay. That's not Fair bad. enough. She still looks great. Seven years, seven years on us, seven, eight years on us, but still, yeah, great. Not bad. Anyway, is that a wrap? I mean, five years from now, 45, 50. Five years from now, I'll probably be dead. This is slowly turning me into a drunk. The I know, right? This is the most I've drank in like three years, and it's literally like two or three beers every other week, and I'm just like, oh. It's a fact. <laughs> it's just no, funny because you're the person who was always responsible for getting me drunk. Yeah. Like, I pretty much. I used to go hammer time and then just kind of calm down. Yeah. Dead life. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to raise a kid while I'm hungover. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I got one last question for Brett, man. Being here today, um, what's something you want people to know just in general, man? Like, because you got an interesting story, man, and I just want to kind of circle it back, but. Um, you got a super dope story, man. Interesting story, man. But what do you want people to know about you and about your current state? Ooh. Uh, a loaded question. I know, right, man. One. All eyes on you. No, no pressure. pressure. <laughs> Look away. Look away. I mean, I feel like the, the process that I've been going through of, uh, of trying to, like, follow my dreams and everything has been... Uh, just really eye-opening for me in terms of the this idea that we have of like connecting money and happiness together mm-hmm. and I mean you know we're we're at a state now where like uh, you know lowest amount of money we've made in quite some time and I'm the happiest I've been in recent memory and kids uh, are good too man kids are good too just and I can appreciate my kids more um, so, I mean, I just, I know it's an easier said than done thing, but I mean, I feel like if you're in that, if you're in that cubicle listening to this or in that job and you literally just like, 
dread going to work every day. Fucking quit. <laughs> don't, don't just quit. Make that mixtape. Like, Sell it out of your trunk. <laughs> Have your mom co-sign that loan. I'm fucking with you, bro. I'm fucking with you, bro. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. He's in the middle of a good point. No, I'm sorry. Like, I had to fuck it up. <laughs> no, like, uh, I'm not saying, like, quit your job and, and do this, but, but make... <laughs> You know, like, start making a list of, like, the things that do, like, bring you joy, that do, like, like fill you up, you know, with, with gratitude, too. I think that's a huge part. And so, like, if you can find those things that inspire you constantly, whether they're creative or, or anything otherwise, then, you know, it doesn't have to be as drastic as mine where you're quitting going something else. Turn it into a side hustle, you know, try to, try to pivot that somehow. Um, or maybe it's just something that gives you, like pleasure that you can try to carry over to work if you can't that you're in a place where you can't leave that so. and i don't think we ever defined too because i know we've referenced it a couple of times but what is your dream because you always you keep referencing like my dream my dream yeah, like yeah. what did it what is it that you make this life-changing decision that potentially altered your family state what is it that so yeah i'm doing that? i'm doing writing uh, photography and videography so I, I can sum it up as a storyteller, but that sounds super cheesy. No, but, uh, nah, not at all. But no. yeah, storytelling really in any medium. Like for me, like there's, like I, I tend to focus a lot on food. I love focusing on, on kitchens and people that aren't seen in food. So for me, like my dream project that I can work on next, if I, if I can do something, is a video project that's highlighting the people in the kitchen that don't get the press. So like, like that, the dishwashers, like the dishwashers, the bus dope, boys, man. the line cooks, because those That's people dope. are there every day. Shit, They're there oh, for, yeah. you know, 10, 12 hours a day, like grinding too. away. And Fuck they, that. you know, they don't get any of those tips yep. and they're not in the magazine articles. You know, it's always the, it's always <laughs> the, the owner, you know, or the executive chef. And even the executive chef, a lot of times is not the one in the kitchen cooking. Correct. And so, uh, yeah, for me, like the, That's I would dope, love man. to be able to tell, like, I have a series where I'm telling stories of of different people in the kitchen who have been longtime employees and who make up like, at at places that people wouldn't expect to, because they're they're in every kitchen, and if I could go to, you know, places in like Beverly Hills, like Spago, mm -hmm. like I'm the chef there is awesome. I know for a fact he does a really good job at highlighting some of his longtime workers in the kitchen, but like. Things like that, that would be yeah, that's dream. dope, man. Yo, you got a pen name, or is it are you gonna go under Brett Pinson, your, your government? When you're well, out there, what right? if he didn't want that out there? Uh, well, then we're bleeping it like <laughs> we're doing the other episodes. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'll probably go under Tom Fork, yeah, yeah, Tom Fork. So, and by the way, like if, if you guys do get a chance to check out his IG page, which I know Retro put in the show notes, um. Some of his photos are fucking dope, man. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually like a fan of it too, which is really sick, man. Like I follow him Thanks, online. Man. It's like he has some really dope shit on there because I'm a fan of just dope <laughs> shit anyway. So he's got an eye. No, nah, he's fresh, that, man. It's clean. That, like I think that's hard to teach. It's a great eye, it, man. But I know you got it. I know great Fred eye. got it. I don't got that shit. But Fred, it's, Fred definitely has it. Yeah, it's it's dope as fuck, man. Uh, so. I really appreciate that, and obviously I appreciate you being so good-natured about us clowning this no, shit. No, for out. sure, man. I mean, of course. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I like that you spoke to that, like the final piece, like that you're like, well, you can't, you shouldn't tie money and happiness together. Because for it's me, true. it's like, you know, I work like a, I work a decent job. I don't make the yeah. best money, but I have the, you know, I have the luxury of coming home and be like, oh, I'm not super fucking tired. 
Yeah. Like I could actually hang out and be like, man, like just the, just like what you have going on with you, the, the tag team with Paloma, it's like, it's fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking perfect. So for us to be able to have that and be like, well, we make good money, you know, fortunate. we could make more, but then like, we'll never see our kids. You know what I mean? I think so. that balance is important. I think that comes with like our age and like maturity too. Like you can't do that. I couldn't. I couldn't have this conversation with you. I'd be like, "You're fucking crazy." Like, there's no way. Nah. In my early twenties, there's no way I could. Nah, because we were chasing that money. Even, I would have said chasing, the same. Right? I would have yeah. said the same thing eight months ago. Yeah. About myself, my yeah, leaving yeah, my man. job and doing that stuff. Gross. So. Gross. Dope, Good man. shit, man. That's what's up, man. Yes, sir. Right, man, if nothing else, man. That's it for episode seven, man. Just two things I want to shout out. Number one, you can follow us online at the Popscast on IG, Popscast on Twitter. You can follow Retro at Retro Boogie, myself yes, at the Hip Hops, and then um, Brett at Tom Fork. That's T H O M F O R K E. Yep, right? yes, sir. Um, check us out, man. Go to our YouTube page. Um, all these companies hitting us up about sponsorships. Fuck out of here. Kiss my ass. Fuck you. No We're not doing man. these corner fucking no ass. No middleman. We're good. We're good. We're good. Send your email somewhere else. Yo, hey, hey, can we highlight what's on the table, though? I don't know what's on the table, man. I don't know what's, don't on, what's on, the on the table, table fam. Man. On that note, we're going to wrap. Next episode. Next, Next episode. episode. We're going to wrap. Catch you guys we'll later, man. Later. later. Peace. Peace. Peace.